Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Good morning, Vietnam! I have you now. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious... You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. Hello and welcome to the 30-something movie podcast. Um, I have... It's Pat. Hey, hey. It's Pat. Hey, hey. It's Pat. Um, we are on episode number 99. We are one away from 100. That's right, We're man. almost there. So next week, holiday movies. You got you it. get your list ready? I'm ready, okay. man. I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess and say that Dennis doesn't even know that there is a list. <laughs> I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but there's a high probability. Uh-huh. Of okay. I bet any of our listeners right now, yeah. I'm going to bet you like five bucks. There it is. That Dennis does not even remember that there was a list. All right. Hi, Dennis. <laughs> Hi, Dennis out there in listening land. Mm-hmm. It's okay. My list is partial, and I think okay. I put the wrong stuff. Like, I had... Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I was... All right. That's fine. We're all true uh, to form. That's true right. to form. You know what? It's... it's Everybody brings their own unique personality to everything, and... That's right. It's all good. We are who we good. are, man. Why change? You just gotta go mm-hmm. with it. It's all good. I, I can guarantee you right now, I'm gonna make a prediction... I can guarantee you right now, we're all going to go watch Christmas Vacation when that show is done. I, I, that movie, well, I'm pre, I'm preempting, but mm-hmm. that's, that's like the Canagallo family tradition is mm-hmm. watching, that is our movie, mm-hmm. so that is, that is awesome. I have, we have not, I have not introduced the kids to that one yet, so. You I gotta know, wait a, Maybe that's, might, might be a couple years, but. And that actually ruined the whole National Lampoon movies for me. Okay. Because I thought every National Lampoon movie would be that like good. That. Yeah. And then I saw all the other ones, and even the good ones don't quite reach that. Yeah. Like vacation, I mean, vacation was good, but it was very yeah, good. European vacation, the one we watched a few years, a couple right. years ago. European, the, the yeah. Vegas vacation. Vacation is very, still, very good. I still have not seen Vegas vacation or the new vacation. Yeah, I skip it. I didn't see the newest one, but the okay. Vegas one, I don't know. It just, it's mm-hmm. anyways. I'll, I'll stick we're, with. We're I'll stick with Christmas. I'll stick with normal and Christmas. Yeah, stick with normal and Christmas. Yeah. All right, really quickly, uh, it, like we said, it's episode number 99 um, the of the podcast. And it, that's true. 99. Um, age of 99. And uh, the year I graduated high school. There it is, you man. Pulling back the is. curtain, sharing, sharing personal information if anybody wants to track me down, I guess. That's it. Um, and uh, so we are going to be talking Cobra this time around. And <laughs> not, not like the G.I. Joe Cobra. Yeah. Not like Cobra, not that kind, but more like the Sly Stallone Cobra movie. The canon you got to put canon in front of everything. Now that that documentary came out and people like know the canon movies, yeah. people who didn't know them before now know that group of movies. They all make sense. Now you kind of have to say, yeah, it's a canon movie. Yeah. That's kind of like the explanation for, here's movie, why this movie is the way it is. And, and, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. Okay, I'll save. I'll save okay, my we'll, we'll save that. Um, really quickly, uh, if you haven't been yet, go to our website, 30podcast.com. we got a whole bunch of stuff there. Uh, ways to get in touch with us, ways to... Um, contribute to the podcast. If you want to call in, we've got a voicemail line there. You can call in and leave some of your feedback for these movies that we're doing or movies that are coming up soon. We will include your feedback on the show. 
Um, and then that also has, uh, I think, I don't know if I put up a list of movies that we're looking at for next year yet. So I'm going to put that one up soon. Um, so you get that. But any of your shows you want to listen to. And then that will also get you to places where you can give us some feedback. So if you want to give us feedback on iTunes, that would be awesome. But we are in several different other places. So uh, feel free to go find us there. But you can find it all from uh, 30podcast.com. That's 30podcast.com. Uh, we do spoil the events of movies we talk about. So... Just so you're aware of that, we are going to spoil the plotline of Cobra, and we may talk about other related movies, and we'll spoil the crap out of those, too. So, just so you're aware, letting you know, it's it's our public service to you, the more you know. That's da, right. da, 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 that. okay. Exactly. There we go. Um, I think I used a soundbite of that one of the last times, one of the last shows. Did you? Maybe, maybe I'll drop that in instead of just having me do the lame humming. The, the soundbite should be you doing the humming. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I'll just record a separate soundbite of the music, and it's just me humming. Um, all right, so what we're going to start off with is you have not seen the new Wonder Woman trailer. I have not, man. So we're gonna, we're, I'm going to share this moment with you right now. I've, I'm ready to I share think, this moment. You, I think we should keep the lights on, though. I think that would be very safe. Okay. I mean, if you <laughs> if you see me tear up, then that's right. We're friends, so I think it's there's fine. still I mean, students in the building. They that's might, true. Yeah. They might kind of wonder what's going on. So, uh, all right. So we're going to take a look here at the Wonder Woman trailer. This is the newest one that just came out uh, a few days ago. I used to want to save the world. This beautiful place. But the closer you get, the more you see the great darkness within. I learned this the hard way a long, long time ago. What is your mission? To stop the war. What war? The war to end all wars. Weapons far deadlier than you can ever imagine. The war can be ours. Wherever you are, you are in more danger than you think. I cannot stand by while innocent lives are lost. Be careful, Diana. Who is this woman? She's my um, secretary, sir. She's a very good secretary. It is our sacred duty to defend the world. And it's what I'm going to do. Although, I am not opposed to engaging in a bit of fisticuffs, should the occasion arise. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> wow! Man! 
I think there's a lot to be excited about for movies coming out. And I think I'm talking louder than I was when yes. we did this. <laughs> wow, that looks pretty amazing. You You've taken it to 11. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone up to 11. Man, that looks pretty awesome. Um, uh, yeah, looks pretty uh, dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like the scenes look epic. I mean, mm-hmm. from the... You know the the pictures of the the battle and the war and, mm-hmm. and, and just looks like We're the taking, back, taking it back to World War One. Yeah, and so we're obviously several years before she shows up in Batman v Superman. Exactly, and then just the the Paradise Island. I mean, that mm-hmm. looks like you know when they film at these exotic locations and everything. And I'm just saying that um, uh, I, I caught a glimpse of a motorcycle, yes, which she did. makes. It's there very was, exciting. I, I knew you would get excited. And for then that. she's got. It looks like she's fighting in some sort of a small room, and she's doing this like. This like this tornado kick where you know she's you know she spins around like you get all the way around before the leg comes out and she takes right. this guy out and that that looks pretty awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, I figured this, you'd enjoy this. Yeah, this looks like a really good movie. It looks like a really good. And so movie. when when I see that, I think back to like all the times that people are like, yeah, a female superhero movie. They should shut is, up. It's not gonna work. <laughs> it's just like why is it not gonna work? Well, and that was I remember hearing people's responses to that when they were like, yeah, Wonder Woman. Uh, we can't really. It's not going to work. And then a couple of years ago, it's like, well, you, you, and I wasn't the only person saying this. You made a raccoon in a tree work. Yeah. So if you can make a raccoon in a talking tree work, then I think you could make Wonder Woman work because yeah. women are human. Yeah. And we've had a lot of movies with humans. Yeah. In them. I, I and think. I, yeah. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I. Uh, I. It looks pretty. Looks pretty bloody awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool, and I'm not saying it's like some sickle like ah, girl right. in bikini often. <laughs> right. But I mean, that's like that looks pretty awesome. The guy uh, Captain Kirk in there, mm-hmm. uh, I really like what he's in. Mm-hmm. Like everything I've seen him in, from the the bigger things to the smaller thing, mm-hmm. I, I really I, I think he's going to be a really good uh, mm-hmm. co star or whatever you want to call it in there. I think that's yeah. yeah, that really looks good. That's that's another trailer going on the list of pretty awesome movies coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I mean that just came, that came out a few days ago. Um, so I mean we've had like in the last two weeks we've had Dude, Logan, we've had Guardians of the Galaxy, we've had we're in a another movies. another Rogue One trailer I think came out. Yeah. Um, then this one came out. Golden age of movies. Yeah. We're in a golden age of movies right now. Not everything is awesome. No. But I mean there, we're not, I mean there's some pretty stellar stuff. Coming we out. should be because um, this is I mean we're like early to mid November right now. If they're on track with the way things were last year, um, well, not even last year, we should have, yeah, because when it was a year out, when it was a year away from The Force Awakens, so it was November of 2014, I remember it was Thanksgiving break of 2014, is when we got the first trailer for The Force Awakens. Yeah. So with Episode Eight coming out next December... This Thanksgiving break would be a year out from that. Yeah. So if they if they stay true to form, we should in the next couple of weeks get the name of episode eight, and we should get a trailer yeah. for episode eight. Yeah. Now I don't know. Now that there's more Star Wars movies, I don't know. Do they want to throw that out there with Rogue One? Yeah. Only a month away, or do they want to wait and maybe put the trailer for episode eight in front of Rogue One and introduce it that way. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe they'll put the name out by Thanksgiving. Yeah. And they'll put the trailer on front of Rogue One. I you know what? I don't care. Is there's I look at the list of movies that are coming out lately and are coming out in the next few years and I'm like just yeah. And it's my kids need to go to college at some point. <laughs> yeah, <so> they, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I just cleaned out a red the red box this weekend mm-hmm. with movies that are still on the list from the last awesome movies, that, I know. you know. 
Yeah, there's some really good stuff out there. And we and and we're gonna get going with talking about our movies, so I don't know. If I have time to go into this right now, but have you been watching any of it? Do you have Netflix? I do. Have you been watching any of the Marvel TV shows on Netflix? I've been checking out. Because um, oh, holy crap! Yeah, I know, <laughs> and I I have to be because I got a couple other. Well, not really. I mean, I've watched. Okay, I have keep you up watched with, Daredevil. I, I have not watched Daredevil. Oh man! See, but here's the thing. Like I've been doing. I've been watching Arrow, which I know mm-hmm. that I've heard yeah. you guys' thing on, you know. Oh, and DC stuff I love, too. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I've been, oh, shoot, you know what? I'm going into DC stuff. Okay. Yeah, because Arrow, and I've just started Arrow, getting Flash. into Flash. Okay. So, so what's the, the Marvel would be Daredevil. Marvel is, and Marvel, everything, everything that's on Netflix has been amazing. Okay. Some people didn't like, there's the Jessica Jones character. Okay. She's a character from the comics. Is this for, what, Daredevil? This is for, no, this is, Daredevil is its own, Daredevil's its own deal. Okay. Um, and so it's been going, is it two seasons now? Okay. I think they just finished the second season. Um, Jessica Jones is another character. Oh. These are all characters that eventually will make up the team that's known as the Defenders. Okay. And I don't know how much you know about the Marvel stuff. You can and educate me. I'm, I'm, and I'm not a Marvel expert on this, so I'm going to go off of what I, off the top of my head, what I know about these things, is that the Avengers are like your A-team. You know, yep. that's, those are the guys that when aliens attack, they're the ones that are out there fighting the aliens. The Defenders are more the street level guys. Okay. It's more of like, they're going to deal with the mob boss or mm-hmm. the, you know, the, like the Kingpin, that character. Yeah. They're going to deal with more of the street level stuff if it's more like supernatural powers and aliens and end of the world, end of the galaxy, end of the universe type stuff. That's the Avengers. They yeah. deal with that. They're more on like the planet-wide scale. Um, the Defenders are more the, well, we're going to defend our neighborhood in New York City. So one is like Daredevil is Hell's Kitchen. Uh, mm-hmm. Luke Cage is Harlem. And so they've all got like their own little... And eventually, they all team up to become the Defenders. Mm-hmm. So what, what Netflix is doing is very similar to what they did with the Marvel movies, is they're introducing these characters first in their own TV shows. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's next year, they're going to have a Defenders TV show where they all team up together. Mm-hmm. So you've got characters like Jessica Jones. She doesn't really have any superpowers other than she's really strong. Like, she can get hurt. You can hurt her. You can shoot her. She's not invulnerable. But she's really strong. Okay. Um, and you've got Luke Cage, who he is really strong, and he's he, like his skin is invulnerable. You can't okay. I'll say that most things cannot penetrate his skin, so right. he's like crazy invulnerable. And um, and then you've got Daredevil, who okay. you know is blind, but right. all his other senses are heightened, and he's the martial arts and everything else. Um, and then there's another character that I don't know that much about. Iron Fist is another one. It's a yeah. more of a martial arts type yeah. thing. Um, but the shows they have right now, Daredevil's been out for two years. Okay. Um, Jessica Jones had its first season. It didn't get as many good reviews as I liked it, but okay. it just, you know, for some reason, yeah, people didn't, you know, if they didn't care for it as much. I think it's getting a second season. Okay. Um, so that's good. And um, Luke, C- I've been watching Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the Daredevil show too, but Luke Cage, just in watching that one. I love yeah. that one. I like the guy who's playing Luke Cage. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, but he's just it's hilarious. Yeah. Like every time something, I, what I love is um, you know kind of plays on some of the superhero stuff. Every time somebody like shoots him up or does something, yeah, he'll, he'll always like take a look back at the bad guys. And he'll just look down at his shirt and be like, 
I am sick and tired of having to buy new shirts every time. <laughs> and it's just yeah, little little quips like that, stuff like that. But that's really good too. So I I would say like the DC stuff I love. I, yeah. I love the fun of the DC stuff. Um, the Marvel stuff, especially because they're, they're characters I don't know. All the DC stuff, I know those characters. Yeah. I know Green Arrow, I know Flash, I know all that. I don't know these characters as much, and I haven't read their comics, and I don't know that I would be as interested to mm-hmm. read their comics, but the TV shows, I love. Okay. Um, and Luke Cage is an interesting one, too, because it's set in Harlem, and so it's all primarily African-American actors, um, and it's dealing with some issues that you wouldn't normally have superheroes deal with. Like okay. a lot of social stuff, a lot of racial stuff. Um, hmm, even the way he dresses, you know, he says that, because Luke Cage in the comic books wore like, a, I think it was like a yellow, like a bright yellow t-shirt. He had like a metal band on his head, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, he, I think he was known as Power Man was another one of his names. Yeah. Um, but in the TV show, for the most part, he's spending his time, because he doesn't, and people know who he, at some point, people find out who he is. They find out that he's got abilities. Mm-hmm. And he, most of the time, walks around with a hoodie on. And the actor said, well, I did that as kind of a tribute to Trayvon Martin. And mm-hmm. go back with the police, the shootings and the other stuff yeah, and the, yeah. all that. So it, it deals with some of those issues, and it deals with, it deals with issues in a community that, obviously, I'm not a part of. So I, I enjoy watching it. I enjoy, you know, getting to see cool. Getting to see, you know, Harlem and, and, and you know, the, the characters and what they're going through and for something that's not it's not the way I grew up. I mm-hmm. didn't grow up in Harlem, I didn't grow up in a place like Harlem, but I like how it's showing you and each of the shows does this too, and, and Marvel I think was always really good at that, by setting their stories in a real city like New York instead mm-hmm. of Gotham or Metropolis was they really played up on those neighborhoods. It's like, this could be someone living in your neighborhood gotcha. doing the good things that they're doing because they love the neighborhood and they love cool. the people. And cool. So, yeah, so in, you know, in the other pile of shows that you're watching right now, you can throw, it in, throw in some of the Marvel stuff. Cause I would start <laughs> with Daredevil. Okay. It's, it's, got, it's got some of the martial arts stuff, which I yeah. know you'll like. Yeah. Um, but uh, then I would say Luke Cage would be another one okay. to check out, too. Well, I, pretty cool. I'll, I'm going to get caught up with Flash. Yeah. And, uh, Stick with Flash. It's a good show. Yeah. Well, see, I'll get. I'm gonna get caught up because I'm gonna be on the Netflix mm-hmm. thing. So I'm gonna. Right. I'll be. You know, whatever. Um, you know, and then. Um, so Flash, Blue Bloods. I'm a mm-hmm. kind of a fan. That's not Marvel and all that, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm a fan right. of that show. So you know, I, I'll be getting on that. And then uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at Daredevil. December. Uh, if you got Amazon Prime. Man in the High Castle season two comes out. I don't have Amazon Prime, but I have heard about that show and I want to watch yeah, it. Maybe you can get that stuff. Like I don't know if, if there's like libraries will if, get it. Yet if they or, put it on, yeah, if they put it on DVD, I bet at some point libraries yeah. will have it. I could probably check it out. Through I have library. to. I want to read the book, but mm-hmm. now it's kind of like the chicken and the egg. I don't want I to ruin. I don't want the book to ruin the show, but I don't want the show to ruin the book. And well, um, and that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't, and partially because of time too. That's one of the reasons why I never picked up the books for Game of Thrones. Okay. Because I was like, yeah, I, I bet there's a lot of stuff in there that's really good, and it's not in the TV show. But now, at the same time, I I've now watched the TV show. Yeah. And I don't I don't like to go backwards. If yeah. I've read the book and then I see the TV show or movie, then I'm like, ah, cool, that's great. Yeah. The one time that I've gone backwards, I saw Fight Club before reading the book, mm-hmm. Fight Club. I don't like the book as well. Mm-hmm. So now I'm worried that I'm going to get the same thing. If I see the movie first, now I don't like to go back and watch and, and read, read the book because got it. Like, well, I've, I've now got it pictured in my head right. exactly the way it should be. I, I prefer to read the book first and yeah. then 
then do it. But except for Harry Potter, you can read those books because and those are still I have not read, so I, I need know. to. I, I think it was like I think it was a month ago. You so mentioned I that get, a few times. So. I, I get you, and, and I think Mizuka was like texting as he was mm-hmm. listening. Like he wasn't at that podcast, and right. I think like at otherwise six, it, it would have hit him too. And he, yeah, yeah. Well, at, well like I think, didn't seven, he text later? He did like yeah. at seven fifteen the next like, morning, and Jeff what? was, and it just came out of nowhere. Yes, John, you need to go read Harry Potter, and it was like, whoa! I guess uh-huh. Jeff's listening to the podcast. Uh-huh. So, yeah, man. So man in the high castle. And, okay. Yeah, it's cool. That one out. It was cool. All right. Well, should we talk a little? Uh, Dude, talk, we talk a little. Got, uh, Cobra? Yes. Little, I mean, I, Marian Cobretti. I served. I served uh, my time mm-hmm. and survived the uh, horror movies. And so now we're in a no, Law and Order. Ready to talk. Yours. I've been pounding on the table, there so I'm going to remove my hands. That's all right. And uh, there's explosions and car chases. And mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm back. I'm home. Pat's all home. Right. Well, I will say really quickly that I did put up a, you know, it was kind of last minute, so it only had, you know, maybe like three or four hours to get any results. Only had one vote. Okay. Um, did put up a poll on Twitter mm-hmm. to ask, because it is Election Day. We are recor- recording this <coughs> on uh, November 8th, Election Day, which yeah. we won't talk too much about. Nope. Because that's a whole other podcast. Yep. We don't have the uh, nope. 30-something political podcast. So not yet. We'll skip that one for now. Yes. We may not have too many fans if we <laughs> if well, we get going on that. Well, one. the way well, things have been going, probably forty eight percent of our listeners, right. you know, although we're mostly around the world. Hopefully, so, you know. hopefully, fifty two percent of the people would enjoy what we're saying. Yeah, that's right. You know, man. Get a good majority there, um, but we digress. We digress and progress. We'll digress and progress at the yeah, same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did put up a poll on Twitter, and it only got one vote. Hmm. Um, I did say your Thanks. vote is important, so Thanks, don't waste Mom. it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Your mom's on Twitter, but you're not. <laughs> no, mom's not on Twitter. Oh, okay. Um, your vote is important, so don't waste it. The future of America is in the balance. Uh, which movie is better, Raw Deal or Cobra? Oh. And we got one vote, and the one vote was for Cobra, the movie we're talking about now. Okay. So, um, Raw Deal is, uh, we, we actually are recording that one as, today as well, to pull back the curtain a little bit here. Uh, we're recording that one today as well, but that one's going to come out in a couple of weeks. So, uh, after we do our 100th. Episode anniversary thing. I don't know what to the call it. We'll figure out what to call it by the time that comes around. The anisode. The anisode. Anniversary okay. episode. And Anivos- yeah, I don't know. We get century in there somehow. Yeah, we'll work. We'll work. Yeah, we'll work on it. All right, we'll figure it out. And if we don't, who cares? Um, all right, so Cobra, Cobra came out uh, May twenty third, nineteen eighty six. Was rated R. Uh, rated R for strong violence, some language, and some brief nudity. And I will mention right now, I will talk more about it in just a moment, but originally it was rated X, and they had to make quite a few cuts oh, uh, to okay. get it down to an R rating. To get it down to an R rating. Yeah. So, um, the director for this one, um, technically the director for this one is George P. Cosmatos, who died in 2005. A lot of rumors, uh, a lot of people um, connected with the film would tell you that actually Sylvester Stallone was the director, but they kept Cosmatos on as the credited director um, just because that's who the studio hired to do it. But apparently Stallone, I guess, took over a lot of stuff and just pretty much told him, screw you, this is my movie, get out of the way. Stallone said to the... uh, To the director. Okay. Yeah. So so George P. Cosmatos is on there as the director in the credits, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people who worked on the movie have said, no, 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 Sylvester Stallone was the director because he's... He was probably able to salvage some movie and he knows what he's doing. Right. And... A bit Aaron. of an ego. A bit of an yeah, ego. Just a, yeah, just a, a hair. bit of an ego. Just a hair. There's other stories about that, too. Okay. Um, George P. Cosmatos, who died in 2005, also did Rambo First Blood Part Two and Tombstone, mm-hmm. another great movie. 
Uh, the producers on this one, ah, the producers. Um, from the Canon Group, uh, Yoram Globus and Menachem Golan. Uh, Menachem Golan, who died in 2014. Uh, they were with the Canon Group, who produced such classics and legends as Breakin', uh, Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo, The Delta Force, Invaders from Mars, Over the Top, and Superman IV, The Quest for Peace. Uh, the writers for this one, Paula Gosling, wrote the novel um, called Fair Game. It was published under the name Fair Game in the United States. Sylvester Stallone wrote the screenplay. He also wrote the Rocky movies, Staying Alive, Over the Top, Rambo movies, and the Expendables movies. The music was done by Sylvester LeVay. There's a lot of Sylvesters in this movie. Uh, he also did the music for Scarface, Flashdance, and Hot Shots. The budget was $25 million. The box office was $160 million. So it made, it made some coin. Wow. Made some coin. Uh, so Sylvester Stallone plays Lieutenant Marion Cobretti. He was in the Rocky movies, Rambo movies, Over the Top, Demolition Man, Judge Dredd, and the Expendables movies. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen, uh, Jeff's favorite actress of all time, uh, played Ingrid Knudsen. She was in Red Sonja, Jeff's favorite movie of all time. Mm -hmm. Just for you, Jeff. Mm -hmm. um, she was in Rocky IV. She was in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Uh, she was also married to Sylvester Stallone at the time. Okay. Rennie Santoni played Sergeant Tony Gonzalez. He was in Dirty Harry and Rain Man. Andrew Robinson played Detective Monty. He was in Dirty Harry, Hellraiser, and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, do you know who he was in Deep Space Nine? This was which guy again? This was Detective Monty. Detective Monty. The, that wasn't the guy that Cobra punches at the end when he's like, no hard feelings, and he punches him. Do you know who he was in Deep okay, Space Nine? Okay, and he was in Dirty Harry, too. Okay, yeah, Deep he's in Dirty Space Harry, Hellraiser. Okay, you finish with the intro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about this. You one. think about it. It's my. You'll, it'll, your mind will explode. Okay. When you realize who it is. Okay, probably a lot of makeup and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he played an alien. He played an so alien. So if, if that helps you narrow it down. All right, you do more, and then I'll ask for another okay. hint, and it'll be like a little game. There we go. Okay. Uh, Brian Thompson played the Night Slasher, uh, probably worst name for a villain ever. Uh, he was in the Terminator. He was in Three Amigos, Alien Nation, and the X Files. Uh, John Hertzfeld played Cho. He was in Death Wish and Youngblood. Lee Garlington played Nancy Stock. She was in Psycho 2 and 3, Some Kind of Wonderful, and Dante's Peak. And Art LaFleur played Captain Sears. He was in Field of Dreams, The Sandlot, and Maverick. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave this one a 13%. Mm -hmm. The audience gave it a 42%. Yeah, Siskel... $100 million. Well, that's true, too. $160 million. Uh, Siskel gave this two and a half stars and said, quote... But then screenwriter Stallone brings in this Nazi-like group of hatchet-wielders, and the film loses its focus, turning into a series of dangerous stunts and rousing car chases. It does become boring, save for the moment when Cobra's customized 1950 Mercury does a 180-degree turn on the freeway. Ebert did not review this movie, but in a review for Raw Deal, who came out, which came out the same year, he said, Raw Deal, quote, is like another recent action movie, Cobra. It replaces absolutely everything, plot, dialogue, character, logic, sanity, plausibility, art, taste, and style, with a fetish for nonstop action. So there you go. I'm done with that. Not mincing any words there. Uh, Cinema score gave it a B. So these are, it's like exit polling for movie theaters. So when the people leave, they give it a score. So Cinema score gave it a B. Awards for this one. It was nominated for, but did not win, the following Razzie Awards for Worst uh, worst Picture, Worst Actor, Worst Actress, Worst Supporting Actor, Worst Screenplay, and Worst New Star. 
So a quick summary for this one. Uh, Lieutenant Marion Cobra Cobretti must use his street smarts and guns to combat a killer cult that is taking over the city. When he begins to fall for a model with a connection to the cult, Cobra must protect her while trying to take down the Night Slasher once and for all. We're going to listen to the trailer real quick, and then we'll be right back. Quick question before the trailer. Yeah, go. Was it a main character in Deep Space Nine? It was a... Um, or not main, but recurring. A regular recurring character. Okay. All right. Continue with the... Uh, okay. We listen to the trailer, and then you can... Listen to the trailer, and then it. we're going to... Yeah, then okay. I'm going to think. All right. Society is breeding a new kind of criminal. It's also breeding a new kind of cop. Meet Cobra. He does the job nobody wants. Did you use unnecessary deadly force? I used everything I had. Do you know you have an attitude problem? Yeah, but it's just a little one. You think you would recognize me if you saw him again? The tall one? Yeah. The one that wants to kill you. Do what you have to do to get a lead on this maniac. And if I find him? Do what you do best. Building this game, this is yeah. we're building excitement. Um, <sighs> okay. It's I don't know if I can give you a hint without kind of giving it away. Go ahead. I can't tell you for certain, at the very least in the first season of Deep Space Nine, whether this was a villain or a hero. It wasn't Quark. No. It wasn't. It wasn't Ducat, was it? No, but you're, okay. you're right species now. Really? Is he is he Garrick? Yeah. He was Garrick. Okay. And okay. If you, and if you look at him now, so we'll I'll pull up a picture for you here in a minute. If you look at him in the picture, yeah. you can kind of see Now you'll see it. Like a, you know. Okay. If you could look if you could pretend the makeup is on him. Okay. Then you can kind of see See, and and it, the, the characters were completely different. And that's what mm-hmm. threw me is how they did. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So he was Garrick. Yes. All right. There he is. He had glasses on in the movie. But yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought he was fun in the movie, but he did a good job as Garrick. Too. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's who that is. Bam. Um, so as we had mentioned before, this is a canon movie. Uh, so there are all kinds of things that come along with a movie being a canon movie, um, and I think this movie does every single one of them. Um, Though I, you know, we'll talk about that here in just a minute when we get towards maybe like the end of the movie, um, but uh, yeah, 
So with this one, the oh, I got a couple of other things in the background for real, real quick before we kind of get into the story of everything. The custom-built 1950 Mercury used by Cobra in the movie was awesome. uh, Stallone actually owned that. It was his car, and it was stolen from his garage in 1994, and he did not get it back until 2011. Hmm. He was able to get it back. He actually found out somehow that it was being put up for auction. And he was able to get the company to, I don't know if he paid for it or if the company gave it to him when they realized it had been stolen or what it was. But huh. in 2011, after 17 years, he got his car back. Oh, well, that's nice. So it was a pretty sweet car, too. I mean, if I was if I was looking for a you know movie car to go get, I'd, a, I'd, I'd be fine car. with that one. Those little street rides. That's, that's, that's pretty that cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, this one was originally rated X for violence and nudity. The movie was cut down to about two hours. Um, but when they wanted to compete with Top Gun, because that was the other big movie that year, they decided it needed to be even shorter, so they cut it down to about 80 minutes. Uh, some of the cuts made to avoid an X rating include the first murder victim having her hands severed. Uh, there was an extended autopsy scene, including some lingering shots of naked and mutilated bodies. There was a longer death for Ingrid's photographer, um, including a shot of him slipping on his own blood while trying to escape. There were more deaths of the townspeople during the end of the movie, uh, and there was a person getting hit in the face with an axe during that part, too. So Jeez. clearly, cut down for content and yeah. saving time and, and all that. So here's the thing. I don't know if you know about this, but do you know what movie this was originally intended to be? No. This was originally intended to be Beverly Hills Cop. Really? Yeah. If you remember, back when we did Beverly Hills Cop, the first yeah. one, they wanted Sylvester Stallone to be Axel Foley. Okay. And when he got onto the movie, he's like, yeah, great. This is a cop movie. I, I love this. And I got some ideas. And so he started coming up with ideas. Well, his ideas, he rewrote the script and he said, this is what I want. I want this grim and gritty, realistic cop movie. And I want explosions. I want car chases. I want." And they were like, uh, we don't, we're not going to pay for that. Yeah, we're not gonna. That's not the route we want to take. We we kind of wanted this to be maybe a little bit of a comedy, action in it, but a little bit of a comedy too. And right. yeah, we're not gonna pay for the stuff you want. So right. so eventually he's like, well, fine. I screw you guys. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Yeah. And so he left. And after he left, that's when they picked up Eddie Murphy and yeah. they kept it with the comedy. And, yeah. And went that route. And so he took his ideas that he had jotted down for Beverly Hills Cop, and he's like, I still like this movie. I still want to make this movie. Let's get this done. He goes over to the Canon group, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, well, hey, I, we don't have any actors that are the caliber of Sylvester Stallone. From so what you said, let's they, give him some money. They would make movies based on, like, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. That would they, they would They would make a, I think we mentioned this before, too, like they would bring a poster. Yeah. They would have somebody make up a poster, and then they would take it to these shows to, for the distributors, and they'd be like, oh, look at all these new movies we got coming out. Look at this one. Yeah. It's called The Delta Force. What's it about? That's a good question. But that's what we got. On the poster here, you got this guy. And he's, and they would just kind of make it up as they went along. Then they would go back to the office and be like, okay, I think this is what I told those guys yeah. that this movie's going to be about, so that's what I want you to write, yeah. and do it quick. You, you, you got like two days. So if you got someone like Sly Stallone coming mm -hmm. along with a, like mm -hmm. thoughts on a... So, so his face... Yeah. Already got the story written. They wanted to have, you know, some more celebrity power. So I think, I don't remember if anybody got paid as much as he did. I believe mm -hmm. they paid him $10 million okay. to be in this movie. Okay. Um, and I don't recall if anyone else got paid as much mm -hmm. to because they, he was the big celebrity. Otherwise, most of their other movies, not big celebrities or 
celebrities kind of after their prime yeah. or, or whatever, like Chuck Norris and yeah. Christopher Reeve with Superman 4 and, and all that. So, um, yeah. So originally he was going to play the lead in Beverly Hills Cop, but, you know, he did his rewrites of it. And um, they went through and, and decided to make this movie mm-hmm. instead. Um so it's a little a little strange to think of it in that way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I pulled this off of Wikipedia, and I'm just going to read it directly from what I pulled on Wikipedia. I might edit a word or two here or there uh, for content. Um, quote, at one point during filming, Sylvester Stallone complained to cinematographer Rick Waite that they were falling behind schedule and that his crew needed to work harder. Waite responded by saying that maybe if Stallone would get his hands off Brigitte Nielsen's backside... Uh, and stop showing off to his bodyguards, maybe they wouldn't have problems with time. Stallone was a little shocked that somebody would talk to him that way, so he did tone down his ego, but after a few weeks, he kind of went back to his old egotistical behavior. Uh, in the same interview where he mentioned this, Rick Waite also said that despite his huge ego, Stallone had a great sense of humor. He also confirmed a rumor that Stallone was the true director of the film, calling the credited director, George P. Cosmatos, a good producer, but a bad director. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stallone had the Night Slasher's knife specially made for this movie so that it would be one the audience would not easily forget. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique looking knife. Uh, Stan Bush. Do you remember when we did the Transformers movie, the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. Stan Bush's song, The Touch. Mm-hmm. You got the touch. Mm-hmm. That one mm-hmm. was originally made for this movie. Oh. And they decided not to use it for this movie and they used it for Transformers instead. Okay. Uh, Cobra is based on the novel Fair Game. There was another movie made in the 90s based off of the same novel, also called Fair Game, starring William Baldwin and Cindy Crawford. Um, and one other interesting thing, and this maybe goes to the comment about egotistical behavior from Sylvester Stallone, none of the supporting cast or crew were allowed to talk to Sylvester Stallone during filming. And apparently there were other stories of, like, he, at the very end, I'm trying to remember what it was, that he and the Night Slasher, mm-hmm. at the very end when they were, like, saying their lines back and forth to each other, when the Night Slasher, uh, Brian Thompson, when he was saying his lines... He was actually saying them to one of the members of like the film crew because Sylvester Stallone decided not to show up that day to film to stand opposite him while he said his lines because there was a basketball game on that Sly wanted to watch. So mm. you hear stuff like that and you kind of yeah you're like I enjoy your movies but you might be kind of a jerk. Yeah, well I don't have to have di- I don't have to have dinner with him. Right, right. you know. So. So we'll just start at the beginning. Um, What did you... uh, I I have a few comments in there, but I want to hear from you first. What did you like about this movie? Uh, First of all, is this the first time you saw it? No, second. Second and third. Second or third. This was my first time. Okay, and I I happened upon it just because it was like... I remember the the movie cover from when I was a kid. You know, Sly, I think he was sitting there with whatever that submachine gun Mm -hmm. was, you know, and he's got the It's almost like a very Terminator-esque. Yeah, and he's got the mash in his mouth Mm -hmm. and everything like that. And I'm like, oh, dude, I got to see this movie. And I think it was, I don't know, it was on, you know how, um, I don't know, it was on TV or, you know, uh, we've cut the cable in our household, Mm -hmm. but we used to have the, uh, you know, the Comcast or whatever would have the free movies up that you could see, and it was on there. Anyways, I just happened upon it. I'm like, I'll check this out. Knew nothing about canon. And so, because this was a couple of years before we started this podcast, but yeah. I knew nothing about canon, and immediately I'm like, dude, I am seeing, like, low-budget action movie and whatever. And so, you know, everybody's kind of got their things, and I mean, I know you guys love horror movies, and 
you know, I, I know that there's some people that like horror so much that it's, hey, you know, good horror, bad horror, whatever, that's, like, my thing. And, I, and for me, I can sit down and watch watch an action movie and, mm-hmm. like, be entertained. And uh, so I remember seeing it and watching it and just... But it didn't have the same feel as, like, other action movies. Now I know that that's the touches mm-hmm. of the canon film right. group. But I... Um, yeah, so I saw it, I, I don't know, about four or five years ago, maybe, okay. and was just like, you know, Colton Gladiator, are you mm-hmm. not entertained? Right. I mean, that was like, that's 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 outstanding. Yeah. And, I mean, right from the axe guys, like, clink, clink, <laughs> clink, clink, with the axes, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and just Sly Stallone playing that just, <laughs> I mean, that, that absolutely over-the-top mm-hmm. ma- ma- man character that mm-hmm. he's got his nickname we got to call in the Cobra, mm-hmm. you know? And then he's in the dark room with the sunglasses on mm-hmm. and the, the funny lines. And what was it in the opening thing? He's just like, you know, I want to talk or don't don't you just want to talk or I don't want to talk to you or something. And he's just like, I hate it when people want to talk. Or what was that line? I can't remember the line. It but was, it, I think I have it here. Yeah, um, pull, pull that, that line up. But it's, it's I can't stand when people it's, want... Was it the supermarket guy? Yes. Okay, so that's actually one of the quotes that I pulled that I okay. that I thought was kind of funny. Okay. Um, the supermarket killer. This, yeah. this is him and, and uh, Cobra going back and forth. Supermarket killer. Get back. I got a bomb here. I'll blow this whole place up. I love this line. This yeah. is one of my favorite quotes. Like, Go ahead. I don't shop here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and then he... And then Cobretti says, "All right, just relax, amigo. You want to talk? We'll talk. I'm a great, I'm a sucker for great conversation." That's right. And the supermarket killer goes, "I don't want to talk to you. Now you bring in the television cameras in here now. Come on, bring them in. Can't do that. Why? I don't deal with psychos. I put them away. I ain't no psycho, man. I'm a hero. You're yeah. looking at an Evan Hunter. I'm a hero of the new world. You're a disease, and I'm the cure." Die! <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and you know what? And Sly Stallone is able to do what Arnold Schwarzenegger is able to do with those lines, where mm-hmm. they can just deliver those lines. And anybody else that was saying it, it's just going to be lost. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know if he does it as tongue in cheek as like Arnold mm-hmm. does. Right. But it's still, I, I, like I said, I can just sit back and just mm-hmm. just laugh. I just can enjoy that. It's it's very eighties movie action. Yeah. Action yeah. tropes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then... Because um, even, I mean, like the Arnold's, like Commando. Yeah. It's very much like Commando. Commando's not a canon movie. No. But it's just action movies of the 80s. Right. That have these particular stars in it. That's, well, that's what you're going to get. And now we've got what? We've got all these Expendable scenes. Because mm-hmm. right. they're putting all those guys back in right. movies and we, we love that, yeah. you know? Or we, the Royal we, Pat, I right. love it, you know? Um, so, yeah. yeah, that was my, I, I kind of just got excited and started mm-hmm. blah. I, no, I don't remember fun. what the exact question was, but I mean, yeah, that was, it was the second time I'd seen it. It was fun. It made me laugh. Explosions. He had a cool car. Bum, the car got trashed. But he traded up. He rode off on a motorcycle in the end. So That's that true. was pretty cool. I knew you would enjoy that. Yeah, but. I definitely did. I definitely did. So, anyways, that was the uh, that was my my initial thoughts and feelings watching the movie. Mm-hmm. So, I had a couple things here, and I'm and I'm trying to reconcile this with. I know it's a canon movie, and there were times at which I was trying to watch this with that in mind. Right. And being like, all right, it's a canon movie. Don't analyze this too much. Just watch it. Just right. enjoy it. Right. There are even still points watching the movie, and, and I did enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. am I going to watch it again anytime soon? Not until it comes probably, up for the uh, probably not. Yeah, yeah like, the podcast. You know, next time when it's yeah, when it's thirty more years from now, when we're still doing right. this podcast and it's the sixty something podcast. Yeah. Um. It, probably not, but 
there were times in watching this movie that I, I did feel like the canon films, either they didn't know that they were bad, or they just didn't take themselves seriously. And I, I still can't tell sometimes which one is yeah. which. Like, like they, did they honestly think that this was a good action movie? Yeah. Or did they realize that, well, this is not a good action movie and we're going to kind of you know make fun of ourselves a little bit? Yeah. And there are times where I feel like this movie thinks it's honestly a good quality story. And right. uh, there are times, like compared to other canon movies, I think this one in some ways is trying to be yeah. more serious and yeah, trying okay. to take yeah. itself seriously. Yeah. And when it does that, I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, did, I don't see it. Um, and maybe it's because they felt like, oh, well, we paid a lot of money for Sly Stallone, so let's yeah. let's make this a quality movie. And it, and it just, you know, it's, I don't think what, that what they What parts? Did. Like, what, uh, why don't you list some of those? Because that, that actually put it well. Sly's, like, Sly's character. Okay. Like, the character of Cobra. Yeah. There are things in that character that I could see, maybe if it was made by a different studio. Right. There are things, so even though it's even though it's cheesy, and it's still 80s action movie cheesy, right. Right. Commando, you know, his character... In Commando, Arnold's character in Commando, there are still, and maybe the interactions with his daughter are okay. what helped, but there was some charm there. And right. like you got a little bit of his personality and his right. character, and there was a reason that you cared about him as a character. Right. Um, you got some history and you got some other stuff. Yeah. I didn't care about Sly's character. Right. And I didn't care about Cobra. It and was I don't know, shallow, yeah. Right, and I, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to say you have to care it could just be a, a big shoot 'em up explosion action movie. I don't know that I cared about you know Chuck Norris and Delta Force, mm-hmm. but it was a semi fun. I, I have the same feelings. I mean, it may just be a canon film yeah. thing. There are some of those movies that I love. Yeah, like I I don't want to say I love Superman Four because it's not a great movie, but um, like Masters of the Universe. Okay, the He Man movie. I love that movie. Okay, it's a canon movie. It it there's a lot of cheesiness in it. And, there's some of their movies that I do, like Invaders from Mars. Right. I enjoy that movie. Okay. But I think with these, I think that Arnold a lot of times plays off that charm that he has. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because he's a foreigner and it's that charm of the, you know, I, you can tell from my accent, that, and that's a horrible Arnold impersonation, but, yeah. um, you know, that, that you can tell I'm not from here and, right. and I'm going to say things that are charming and funny because I don't know your language and... You know, does he get some of that? Whereas Sly, you know, is Rocky. Is it that? I mean, I don't know. So there are times where I'm like, this could have been an amazing movie. Like, it, it made money. And it action-wise, great yeah. movie. But could it have been even better could it have been like if you had some writer other than Sylvester Stallone? Because mm-hmm. I think there are some things he does really well. The Rocky movies, yeah. especially Rocky 1, Rocky 2. The story of that, I watched that with Sharon a few years ago. We went through and watched most of the Rocky movies, uh, kind of like one right after the other. She was surprised at how good the story was in Rocky 1 in particular. And I'm like, why could you... There's a movie here where you can take Cobretti, and he can still be a badass, Mm -hmm. and he can still do all that stuff, but a little more depth to his character. And had they done that, then I'm like, well, crap, this is is a good movie. And and then maybe that... Maybe he saw it going that way, mm-hmm. and then he, that's, well, we talked about the mm-hmm. ego side of things, but maybe he, right. that's why he fought for the control. Is, right. You know? Yeah. Because he also, did he write Creed? Um, or did he just act in it? 
I I don't know that he wrote Creed. I mean, I think he's listed. I I'll have to look it up and see. I think he's credited as a writer on it yeah. only because of the characters. Yeah. Okay. Of, of Rocky and Apollo and. Okay. Um, that it. might. I, I'm sure he yeah. probably had some Tang- input. Probably had some input. Yeah. On the movie, but it was a tangent yeah. question anyway. Mm-hmm. But I get what yeah. you're saying. It was. It was shall- like I mean, I'll go right. back and watch. I can watch Commando probably mm-hmm. once a month. And oh yeah. Like that's just. So I think if I had watched this a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, or even watched it as a kid, then I might have a little bit of a different take on this. But yeah, but I don't know if you. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, it's it. I, like, and I, that's what I watch it as. I watch it as kind of the. Yeah. Hey, just so but switch I don't, your brain off and yeah, switch yeah. your brain off and go. And when was the last time I watched it? When I happened upon it? When was right. the next time I was going to watch it? When it was for this podcast, right. you know. So so yeah, I, 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 I made I made some notes of some ridiculous things. That I found in the movie, and I'm going to share those with you, and, and you can tell me if you. I, and I'm not necessarily. Some of the saying, this is like the Cosby Show when he says, "Why don't you count Dad's gray hairs?" And Rudy mm-hmm. says, "Well, no, I count I count the black ones." You know, <laughs> and easier. should we should we count the non and see? If I'm going to go with like these are the things that I found the most ridiculous. Okay, and not even they're not even necessarily action related. Okay, just things that happen in the movie that I'm looking at. And I'm going. Did they grate on your nerves? Why? Um, and did they grade on your nerves because I don't the know movie they was taking on, itself too seriously? I don't know that they graded on my nerves, but I looked at it and I was like, wait, well, hold on. Is that your attempt to try to make me feel like this guy's a bad dude? Yeah. Like, that, that oh man, you don't mess with Cobretti because he eats his pizza with scissors. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them. Okay, there <laughs> we go. And like, you go. know, are you just trying to show me like, yeah, he's bad. He's a, yeah, he's yeah. Gonna, he's gonna, he's at home. He's gonna turn on the TV. Yeah. He's gonna sit and he's getting that piece of pizza out. And he's not eating that whole slice of pizza. No, I know. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, number one, you didn't heat up the pizza. Yeah. I, I will just, I'll consider you a badass right then. Eating cold pizza. I'm really? A, I'm not a fan of the cold pizza. That's that that that's a. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm going to give him that. Okay. You don't eat cold pizza? No, I'm not a fan. Really? Yeah. Wow. I won't say I've never done it before. Right, but you wouldn't but pick it. it's not my preference. Wow. See, yeah. I'll eat cold pizza, mm-hmm. but then that's a different meal than if I warm it up. Like, it's just yeah, different cold in my pizza's mind. like breakfast and... Yeah, something like that. Okay. Like, it's right. a snack as opposed to... Wow. Okay. All yeah. right, cool, man. Not a, yeah, not a, cold, not a cold pizza fan. I think the culinary angle is very interesting in this mm-hmm. podcast. Okay, you may continue. Yeah. Okay, ridiculous right. thing. So scissors, the scissors <laughs> pizza. I mean, and, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, he's sitting down. He opens the pizza, and, and he like pulls it out, and he pulls up the scissors, and I'm like, yeah, what, what is, what is he doing? And then he slaps, snips off that one little piece of the. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> No, and then the way he turns the TV on, right. it's like click. It's like I mean, there's some. Like, it's it, like a, whip, a little bit of like yeah. a whip action of the. Yeah. And that was when he looked like, like he was. Acting. Nobody's. I mean, you're right. Because yeah, then I'm like, yes, you're home alone. There's nobody watching you. Yeah. So you don't have to show off for this. Yeah. Unless you're an actor sitting you, in front of cameras and a crew, and you know that you have to act like you, a. You turn the heck uh-huh. out of that TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you turn it. Bam. bam! Yeah. I, I turned on that Toys R Us commercial. Product placement. Yeah, there it is, man. <laughs> hey, you know, you get kids are gonna buy their hey. toys. Hey. Okay, so yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. So, so there's that one. Yeah, <clears throat> and he looked like he the... was acting there. It was like move, pay, oh, yeah. drink. And there were a but... few, and there were a few times that were like that. Like you could tell yeah. he was going through the scene, and it was you know, yeah, you gotta get through the steps here. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel much more confident with my sly impersonation today. You're rocking it, man. You're like going. I, and sometimes I feel like I'm decent with the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, but I'm not. My mom one. almost had a drink with Sly Stallone. Did she really? It came. They were in. It was it, she interned out in California. Yeah. I think it was California. Anyways, they were her and her friend were sitting in a bar, sitting in a bar, 
and they were sitting in a restaurant and they were having they were having a drink or whatever and all of a sudden all this hoopla came in and all the bodyguards and all that kind of stuff and Sly Stallone Sly Stallone walks in and then hey then then uh, then there's Sly and he's sitting there and my mom's friend um, they were they were in school together she looks over and my mom says to this day to this day I can tell, still remember the look on her friend's face and she looks over and she goes hey Sly how about a drink. And he looks over, sure, ladies, come on. And he was about to sit down, and then my mom said, all these little chickies in, in halter tops, ah! And at that, the bodyguards moved in and hustled him out. But he was he was about to sit down and have a drink with my mom and her friend. And it was like, hey, Sly, how about a drink? So, sure, ladies. So Sylvester Stallone could have been your dad. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. No? I, don't think it, I don't think it was quite like no, that. No, you're going to call somebody? Uh, no, hey, no, we're not going not, not, to. Definitely, mm. definitely not that. Pat, but, I have something to tell you. But you know? it was, uh, yeah. So there it is. All right. So my second one on my list here, um, I'm going to jump back for a second. I jump forward a little bit with the, the pizza and the scissors. And sorry I, about that. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, was, that, that that's why. pretty good. That um, good. <clears throat> you know, I go, maybe I'll do that. Maybe the next time we order pizza, I'm just going to forget the pizza cutter. I'm going to go straight for the scissors on that <laughs> yeah. one and, and do it that way. <laughs> good grief. Um, all right. So my other one was the opening sequence of the movie where you've got the, um, I think it's supposed to be the, Supermarket killer on the yep. motorcycles, yeah, on the motorcycle, and you have it's kind of cutting between. You get that opening monologue in America. There's a burglary every 11 seconds, armed robbery every 65 yeah. seconds, that whole thing, and then you get in the. I think the montages in this movie where you're cutting back and forth between things. I you know. can tell that I, and I think this is like a Canon Films thing too. <clears throat> I don't know where they got their editors from. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the editors were, were doing all kinds of different drugs. Right. And then editing movies. Yeah. Or if they just, like, grab somebody off the street and be like, hey, do you, you want to edit a movie? Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Got, pay you five bucks. Pay you five You know what? I bet Marion Cabretti edited the movie with his pizza scissors. I bet you he did. <laughs> well, that was, you're going to mention a montage. That was like, mm-hmm. there was a montage in there where, like, he was doing, investigating. Oh, I'm getting there. Okay, good. I'm, I'll I'm stop. There. Because there's that montage, I was like, wait, why are the robots... Yeah. <laughs> okay, but go yeah, ahead. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm preempting. So I'm we, preempting. we cut between the man on the motorcycle, the, right. the supermarket killer, right. and the uh, Axe Gang, the uh, New World Quite Order, point. doing their, what I'm what I'm going to coin the term, exercise. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like a jazzercise video. Yeah. It looks like a music video. Yes. And there's, but like, there's people in either like biker gang outfit, and there's, a, there's like a guy in a suit. Yeah. And so it's a mixture of people in this yeah. New World Order gang. Yeah. And they're doing their... Exercise. I'm going to call it exercise because it's not jazzercise, but it's exercise. It's exercise. Okay. Then. And for wanting to cleanse the world, they're very uh, dirty people. Yeah. Like just to take a shower. Mm -hmm. Like don't talk to me about cleansing the world and then look like you just. I mean, they're they're like, they're survival of the fittest. I think I would go for survival of the cleanest. Yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. Just. Exercise. Okay. Exercise. Okay. So uh, that'll be the new. I'm surprised that wasn't a thing in the 80s. I think it was. Why they didn't catch on and. Exercise with axes. I think that would be good. I mean, we had Tybo, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> so P90 axe. There you go. Oh, P90 axe. P90 axe. Bam! That Done. just happened. Um, I, I don't think I can trademark that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, isn't the guy's name Tony that does the P90X? It is. Okay, so Tony, when you're listening, if you're mowing your lawn and listening to this, um, check out, we would like, we, check we'd out like to Cobra. start a new, yeah, <laughs> check out Cobra, because we think we've got a good idea for an exercise video that involves axes. P90X. <laughs> <I need> <laughs> so P90X. Is... 
and and I think we could get like corporate sponsorship from Axe deodorant. I and know, a, I know done. we can get corporate. All right, done. Let's let's make this happen. Yeah, um, we're we're gonna make Axe's great again. Let's do it. It is election day, folks. It is election day. This may be the last podcast oh, you ever hear. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Depending on the results. Oh, my okay. gosh. <laughs> so, and then I, I have the other montage that I want to criticize um, its ridiculousness. But I also wanted to talk about the um, the supermarket killer. And yes. And going yes. into the grocery store. Going into the grocery store. So he goes in the grocery store, and he shoots up the grocery store. And I'm sitting there thinking, wow, this guy hates produce. Because <laughs> yeah. he's not hitting a single person. No. No one gets shot. He's only shooting up the vegetables. Yeah. And the shopping carts. Yeah. And the, yeah. Yeah. And that, that literally was a thought in my head. I was like, wow, this guy hates produce. Yeah. Like he's he's angry, he's an angry foodie. There there was. So there was that. And then the other thought that kind of ran through my mind was more movies should take place in grocery stores because oh. you have product placement everywhere. Exactly. And you could just tell that like there was the beer, there was the Pepsi, there was the Seven Up, there was the everything, yeah. and the smoke from the open freezer doors because apparently somebody opened all the freezer doors right, right, and right. you had the smoke pouring through, which made the the perfect. smokiest freezer doors I've ever seen. But it made for a perfect entrance for Cobretti. I think and, he took a swig of the. Coors. I like he that did. He, he stopped it. Before throwing he, the... he clearly does not care about the temperature of his food because he's no. eating the cold pizza. Yeah. He's drinking the room temperature beer. Which room temperature beer is good yeah. if it's the right kind of beer. Okay. You don't want to do that with a Coors. Okay. I'm not oh, a dude. beer. I'm not a beer drinker. So I'm, really, yeah. dude, you lived in England. You don't know about room temperature beer. Yeah. Well, you see, should... but I lived in England when I was like 12. Hence 11, 12. Okay, so. I got you. I if, got I, you. if it had been France, I would have been um, a full-on alcoholic. Yeah, but. like, like uh, try... <laughs> Sorry to all of our French listeners. But, uh, yeah, so, well, I don't want to tell you, you know, how. They, but, right. you know, but the next time, get get a good, like, a mm-hmm. darker beer. And right. I mean, it's all craft brews now, so right. some of the stuff, I mean, isn't meant to be... But if you get, like, you know, find out what they serve in mm-hmm. England and what temperature they serve it at, like, dr- try, try... But would you do a room temperature Coors? No, you don't. Okay. That's bad. That, that's, that's, that's that's bad. I guess that's but, kind of my thought here. Is, yeah, you wouldn't do that with yeah. Coors. So I'm agreeing right, with you. Right, so right. as I said, the bright. But try a a mildly chilled mm-hmm. slash room temperature kind of cool Guinness. Okay. And I'm just saying. We'll, I'm not saying. I'm we'll just go, saying. We'll go from there. Okay. Yeah, but don't do that with Coors. That's okay. A, that's no, no, a that's, bad. Well, that's, that's, a, that's kind of what I thought. I was making that assumption. He chose poorly. poorly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So there's that. Um, I'll move on to the uh, the montage later on, <laughs> where Cobra and his partner are canvassing the neighborhood. Yeah, they're just walking around, interspersed with. Now, see when you when you get one of those montages, I think it's enough to intersperse it with one other situation yeah. in the story. Yeah. You've got the canvassing the neighborhood yes. interspersed with the Axe Gang, right, doing their thing, interspersed with the photo shoot, right, with the. Sexy robot. No, no I, the robots are not sexy. But it was like... It but was, like half-naked Brigitte Nielsen with the robots and the and the axe gang and the... the right. And then I could Interviewing people and the... Yeah. Yeah. There uh, was a lot in that montage. And yeah. the music didn't fit with like, what's the mood? Like, mm-hmm. and them canvassing the neighborhood. I don't even... Were they even asking questions? They were just kind of walking around looking. I mean, it was almost like they were tourists. It was like, hey, yeah. look at this. Hey, hey look at that. Hey, look at that. There it is. There's a neon sign. Hey, let's take some selfies. Let's well, point here. Point there. Yeah, yeah. It was um, talk to this hooker. That was a, yeah. That was that was a humorous. That was a humorous so, sequence. When because when I think of a montage and I'm probably you know I, there's probably examples of this where it's done well, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking of like other montages. I'm thinking like an '80s 
Right. These are always good for that. I'm thinking of like the montages in the like Rocky Four. I'm thinking of that one. So you've got Rocky exercising mixed in with uh, Drago doing yeah. his exercising. I don't think I remember there being like a third no. part of that thrown in there. Yeah. So it's almost like with all the other canon stuff, it's like let's take let's take action movies and let's just throw one more thing in there. Yeah. Because. Why not? No, I... And then I felt was, like the montage was the same way. It's like, we've got a montage with... Uh, we've got them canvassing the neighborhood, and then we've got the Axe Gang. And let's take our model actress, and let's make her half naked, and let's throw that in there, too, because people are going to love that. Like, yeah. yeah. It, music. If there's a movie that takes it to 11 that's not Spinal Tap, yeah. it's this movie. Yeah, this movie definitely takes Everything it is 11. taken to 11 yeah. in this yeah. movie. Yeah. So those, those are some of my criticisms. Um, of the scenes that I thought were Michael a little, Bay a little, a little weird. The oh yeah, group. I think I wonder if the, I don't. I don't think he got his. He wouldn't have got his start there. No, he's too. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, guess, no, I don't know. I don't well, know how far. Yeah. I don't know. I have to look it up and see. I don't know. But, yeah, but I, they they're very similar. They're very similar in their styles and yeah. Because I sometimes I will go to. There have been times where I've gone to a Michael Bay movie. And my brother and I have, have talked about this. We're like, we'll go to a Michael Bay movie, and we'll be done with the movie, and because you can't talk during a Michael Bay movie, because right. you won't be able yeah. to hear each other. Um, but we've come out of Michael Bay movies, and <laughs> I will turn to my brother, and, and he agrees with me. I'll turn to him and be like, I think that Michael Bay is a pseudonym for some five-year-old yeah. somewhere, that yeah. they sat down in a room, and they're like, what would you like to see in a, in a movie? We, we, want, you know, we want to have some action. What would you like to see, little boy? And and then he says what he'd like to see, and they're like, oh, okay, I'll write that down. That sounds yeah. good. And yeah. what 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 else would you like to see? Oh, that sounds good too. Oh, explosions! Yeah. They, absolutely. Let's yeah. put we'll put that sure. in too. And then, I'm convinced Michael Bay is a five year old. Yeah. And and that he's just like some little like one man or one boy focus group. Yep. And, and they ask him what he wants in a movie, and yep. and that's what they throw in there. Yep. And I think that's what the Canon guys did too. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree with that. Okay. So. The other thing I want to say about this movie, and, and then uh, we'll we'll talk about maybe favorite quotes that we had from this one, because um, <laughs> there because there are many. Yes, um, there are. So Stallone is clearly trying. I have some notes that I took here, and I'll just kind of go with my notes. Stallone is clearly trying to copy the success of Dirty Harry and some of the Schwarzenegger movies by having actors from the Dirty Harry movies star here, including several quippy one-liners, kind of like Arnold does in his movies. Um, I kind of came to the conclusion that this is basically Dirty Harry with more explosions. I also said that it doesn't quite work because, and I said this earlier, we don't really care about the character of Cabretti. Dirty um, Harry is a much better movie. So right. I'm, 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 well, yeah. And that's what I'm saying, is that I think the action in this was good in terms of the character development. And so I'm not, I'm not trashing this movie, or I guess I am a little bit, but I'm not trashing this movie. What, I'm, what I think I'm trying to say is I think this movie could have been an even better quality movie if we just got a little bit more character Stuff, yeah. depth and story to Cabretti. Gotcha. And then I think you've got more along the lines of a Die Hard or a Dirty Harry or one of those kind of movies. Because mm-hmm. And I feel like Arnold, with his movies, kind of skirts that edge too of the, yeah, okay, we'll give you some details about his family life, but basically he's a big, muscly guy who blows stuff up. Right. Um, but then when you get into the movies where it's the character that you fall in love with, and you could have as many sequels as you want because you're going to follow this guy because he's awesome, mm-hmm. Dirty Harry, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, those kind of movies, it's because there's a character that you care about. 
And they originally did, I read somewhere, they did have plans to do a sequel to Cobra. Really? That's never happened. I would almost be curious, now that he's gone back and done uh, Creed, mm-hmm. Rocky movie, he's done The Expendables, I would be curious to see an old Cobra. Yeah. Like, bring him back now. And, yeah. and have you like, okay, fine, let's do Cobra 2. Yeah. Ele- electric boo Yeah. Done. Cool. Make it happen. Cool. All right. What are some of your favorite quotes? You know what your problem is? <laughs> You're too violent. <laughs> I love that one. That one, I, uh, I've, been, I've, been, I've been scanning through quotes here to mm-hmm. try, but the, I liked it when he says that one. You know what your problem is? You're too violent. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the end, when he slugs Garrick. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's just like, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm over it. Smack. And then... <laughs> no hard feelings. No hard feelings. That's mm-hmm. what it was. No yeah. hard feelings. Smack. And then he, like, holds onto his hand. Mm-hmm. So he, like, punches him. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a cool movie. Yeah. He cracks him across the face. Holds on to his hand and pulls him back and says, mm-hmm. no hard feelings. Yeah. And then just drives <laughs> off. Yeah. Now, I, I am going to jump in with a, a, another quick little criticism here of, or just something that, Dude. in terms of the writing, was a little weird. <laughs> when they're at that scene and they're talking to him afterwards, they're like, you know, you, you maybe could have done this with a little less violence. And, and yeah. that whole part where he's talking to the captain and the other guy. What I thought was funny was the captain is like, you know, if you want to be, if you want to, uh, something easier than the zombie squad or, you, you know, something else. And the captain says, if you need anything, just say the word. Yeah, and then he and then Cobretti his... says, oh, "I'd like to have my car replaced." And it's not like he's being a jerk. He's yeah. not like saying, "Oh, I'd like a million dollars. Buy me a new car." Right, right, right. It's I'd like to have my car replaced. <laughs> and then Sorry, it's not Brady, the budget. Uh, we'd like to, but it's not in the budget. Yeah, you just told the guy anything. <laughs> like if you need anything, just say the word. Yeah, man, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and I don't feel like that. That's you know out of the realm of possibility no. for no. for somebody to. I mean, because if it was a police car, they would replace the police car. Yeah. <laughs> not the budget. No, I know. Anything. If you need anything. I feel like sometimes, like, that, if you're going through something rough and somebody comes up to you, you're like, hey, man, if, if there's anything you need, anything at all. I, th- I think you expect people to just say, yeah, if there's anything you need, anything at all. And you expect the person to be like, no, I'm okay. I don't need anything right now. Maybe sometimes there's that awkward time. It's like, hey, man, anything you need, anything at all, whatever you need. And then the person's like, well, yeah, actually, I could use these 10 things. Yeah. I got a list for you. And, I, and then you're like, oh. Crap! I didn't expect him to actually right, want right, anything right, or need right, anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of felt like it was that. Like it, it was a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? My thing was just those guys really got on my nerves. Um, and I know maybe that was their point, but it was just like, dude, we don't like the way you do it. Mm-hmm. You're talking. Hey, nice job on this. Hey, yeah, nice job. It's man. like you know what? There's guys chasing. How do you know that there's a gang? Mm-hmm. Well, I just there's like two of them dead at my house. Right. So that means there's more than one. This eyewitness saw two. So there were two cars chasing me. That means there's more than one. And kind with the guys, and how's that? That means four. Like, it's just like, I know we're supposed to see these guys as stupid, but it's kind of like, well, mm-hmm. you know, it's right there in front of you. I mean, you know. And it didn't have, I guess, I guess some of what I was looking for. And I like the end of the movie, like the final fight in that kind of industrial complex and everything else. Mm-hmm. I like that. But the thing that it didn't have as you got closer to that point was it didn't have the uh, like very highly patriotic soundtrack of Delta Force. Yeah. Like the dun, 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 Yeah, yeah. I just dun, dun, like that whole like thing background like, that needed to be playing during the entire yeah. last hour of the movie. Yeah. Um, that's where I was like maybe that would have helped. Like maybe if this was a little more upbeat, but it was it was a much darker even for canon. I think it was a much darker Yeah. canon movie. Um you, you didn't have that like rousing soundtrack to get your uh, get your red blooded um, get your red American blood pumping. The exactly the, here's 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 the other quote I got. Cabretti, 
do you know you have an attitude problem? Yeah, but it's just a just little. A little. <laughs> and then he just walks out, and it's kind of like, no. it's not even that good of a line. No. It's all the delivery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all Sly's delivery. Yeah. It's just, it's not a good line. Like, I right. can't repeat it. Like, yeah, but it's a little one. I mean, it just, yeah. it's all like, is there, is there anything I need? Yeah. I need, what? Gummy bears. Gummy yeah, bears. Yeah, gummy, gummy bears. bears. Gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be eating so much junk food, you know? Exactly. There's some, maybe some fish and some rice. and Just like the stuff he says. Half oh. the time doesn't make any sense hey, at all. Hey, dirtbag, you're a lousy shot. I don't like lousy shots. <laughs> But see, I mean, that's the, my favorite one is the one that I already read from the, the supermarket. I get back, I got a bomb, I'll blow this whole place up. Go ahead, I don't shop here. <laughs> yeah. That's probably my favorite one from the whole movie. That and the pizza scissors may be my favorite part. And then when the bad guy gets gets uh, gets hooked. You <laughs> get hung on the hook and mm-hmm. lit on fire. That's outstanding. Mm. All right. Oh. Well, do we have any final comments for the people on Cobra? Do, do they need to go out and see it? You know what? I mean, if you like action movies, then yeah, man, you gotta go see that movie. If you, if you liked Delta Force, if you liked Commando, yeah, if you like those, if you like '80s action movies, I think you definitely have to see. Cobra. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely. It's gotta not. See it. I mean, it's not a high quality movie by any stretch Don't of the imagination. Don't think of that. But if you just want to see stuff yeah. blow up and. Yeah, but if, I mean, yeah. If, you, if just, you want some quippy one-liners that are not always as good as the ones Arnold Schwarzenegger does, but. Yeah, if, if you want to see a little bit more of that that made up the Expendables mm-hmm. and, you know, watch Slice Alone bust a move in there. There was, you know, spinning the car around. That was fun. I think it's funny at the beginning, well, it's not time for the Cobra. I already called the Cobra. Mm-hmm. And he drives in at like 100 right. miles an hour, like, yeah. arr, 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 you know, like the car squealing mm-hmm. all over the place. And that's yeah, fun. It's fun. I just think it's fun with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Other people, like, you know, maybe don't like it as much. Like right. Iron Eagle. Like that movie was largely panned and we right. like went like hardcore with that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I don't know, man. I just had fun with it. I right. just, it was fun. Yeah. But, you know, it's just different mindsets and right. all that kind of thing. All right. Well, so if the world doesn't end after the election, well, this is getting posted up uh, Wednesday morning. Yeah. So so we're all alive. It's if good if the world is still here, if you're listening to this, the world is still here and you can go watch crazy, dumb movies that just have stuff blowing up. And America is probably still America. Mm-hmm. And so this movie will still be there. So go find it. Go take a look at it. Um, in the meantime, join us again next week. We are going to be having our 100th Woo! episode. 100th episode. We're going to be talking about our favorite holiday movies of all time, of the 80s. So join us for that. Uh, we're going to try to have everybody all together for that one. Bo, Dennis, um, Jeff, Pat, myself. So we're going to try to come back for that one. And uh, then coming up after that, let's see, episode number 101 is going to be Raw Deal. So we are coming up very quickly on, on the Raw Deal. Cyber and, uh, System model 101. There you go. So we will be there, episode number 101 for Raw Deal. In the meantime, go check us out, 30podcast30podcast.com. We are on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Satchels, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, all those other places you can find us. Uh, we've got the voicemail line if you want to give a call in. Um, but otherwise, uh, in the meantime, be excellent to each other. Don't shoot up any produce. produce. You know, Be kind to your grocery stores. They, and the people that work there, I mean, they, they, they take a lot of time to put those things out and make sure they're fresh. And, hey, and, people, uh, leave that food alone. There you go. And you know what? Um, P90X. 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 That's, Outstanding. We're, we're going to make yes. it happen. That's probably going to be the title of this episode, is P90X. Yes. Done. Okay. So join us back uh, next time when we will have our new exercise program, uh, the P90X podcast. You can exercise along with us and axes. Um, but uh, yeah so in the meantime 
be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Be, ex- be excellent to each that's other. That's right, man. And uh, go watch some good movies. And we'll see you all later. Bye now. Go ahead. I don't shock her.